Hello, world! Welcome to Mature Ish, the podcast. My name is Nicole Lee, and I am the host for this show. For today's episode, I want to talk about my experience with imposter syndrome. I know this term has been discussed a lot in literary circles, in the media, and the workplace. Now, I know a lot of people know about it because some high powered famous females have come out to speak about its impact on their lives and their careers. Now, I am just an ordinary person, a normal young professional working in corporate Canada, but I can tell you that it definitely does affect me on a day to day basis. So, I wanted to share my story and how I've struggled with it since I was. Very young because I know a lot of people do experience it as well. And I want you to know if you are dealing with this that you aren't alone. And maybe we can discuss this. And maybe there are tips and tricks that we can work on together to combat imposter syndrome. So if you are interested in this topic, let's get into it. Okay, so first things first, what is imposter syndrome? Now, according to Psychology Today, imposter syndrome is a psychological term referring to a pattern of behavior where people doubt their accomplishments and have a persistent, often internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. The clinical psychologists found that despite having adequate external evidence of, com- of accomplishments, people with imposter syndrome remain convinced that they don't deserve the success that they have. Now, as I mentioned, I am just an ordinary person, but I struggle with imposter syndrome on the daily. So, if I were to explain imposter syndrome using the experiences that I've had, I would say it is the feeling of being inferior to your peers at the table, whether that is figuratively or literally. And for me, it was literally at the meeting table. And it's also not believing in yourself and your opinions. And being afraid to voice them because you think that there's no validity to them and everybody will overlook it. And this is the dialogue that I have with myself on a daily basis. And I think for me, it really stemmed from the fact that I was so incredibly shy as a child. I wouldn't say a peep in social settings when my family had people over or when I went out. I was just so shy. And my parents really took notice. My dad, especially, made it his personal mission to help me overcome it. And so, like any hardcore Asian parent, he pushed us, us being my brother and I, he pushed us to perform, whether that was singing, dancing, public speaking for our family and friends. And when that platform wasn't enough, He pushed us out into public spaces to perform. Now, I have to say, growing up, I really grew to love performing. And now, when I, if I were to perform in front of, say, 2,000 people, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't rattle me much. Because for performances, you have the chance to prepare beforehand. And whenever I have a performance, I make sure I rehearse my materials. Over and over, forwards and backwards, upwards, downwards, all the words. And I just wanted to ensure that I would have a flawless, seamless performance that nothing could go wrong. And that was really 
the reason that I felt comfortable on stage. Now, on the flip side, I think that my keenness to develop my performing skills helped me mask my insecurities on the other side of things, which is being just casual with another human being. I neglected that. And I think now that I've been in the workplace for a proper six to seven years, I have seen that negative impact it has had on my career. I'm finding that when I am in meetings with people of, say, three people or on in one-on-ones with my manager, that whenever I have any single thought, I mull it over in my head like crazy. I am attacking my opinions with several arguments to make sure there are no leakages to it. And by the time that I am done attacking myself, somebody else in the meeting room has already said my opinion. And that absolutely kills me. Because first of all, if somebody else has the similar thoughts, it means that I'm not crazy. Why am I my worst enemy? Secondly, I have to remember that If I am at the table, if I have a spot at the table, it means that I have something to contribute. I worked hard in my own right and my own role and have developed skills. So I just need to believe in whatever I have to say and just say the damn thing. So this rant basically encapsulates my experience with imposter syndrome. Now, I am always looking for ways to self-improve. And even though I am not enacting these tips that I'm about to say right away, I am thinking about them. So one thing I have learned recently was at a round table that was hosted by an exec on the team. He was sharing advice with a bunch of us based on the career he's built over a number of years. And so somebody posed a question, obviously it wasn't posed by me, but somebody else, but it was very relevant to me at the time. She asked, what do you do if you're new to a team and you're at a team meeting and you have nothing to say or don't speak up at a meeting? How do you combat that to make your presence known? And the exec responded, If you have nothing to say or feel that you don't have the subject matter expertise to contribute, follow up with the individual members of the meeting after the meeting, whether that's with a question or with some explanation that you want to elaborate on a point that you didn't or weren't able to bring up at the meeting. This shows your intention and that you were actually paying attention in the meeting and that you were taking the initiative to contribute to something that was discussed. Now, I think this tip is excellent for me because I love to do my homework and make sure that whatever I am contributing is solid. So I have time to prepare my response and make sure that it sounds smart enough to be broadcasted to the world. So this works very well for me. The second tip I have is just be kind to yourself. You are a human being with your own unique set of experiences and personal struggle. And getting to the place that you're at, being in the environment that you're in, 
you have something to contribute. And even if what you have to say doesn't jive well with everybody, who cares? This is your opinion. And if you have the facts and your certain beliefs to back it up, say what you have to say. Say what your opinion is and what your reasons are for saying it. And that should be good enough. So it is just, it's very simple tip, but I know it's very hard to do. But this is something, a mantra that I have to keep reminding myself. And the third tip is to build allies in this environment that you feel is hostile to you. I think this is really important because once you are more comfortable with your environment and that environment is basically made up of the people that are around you, then you will feel more confident in your own skin to voice your opinions. And this, I have to admit, I haven't done superbly well in my workplace. I mean, I am comfortable saying hi, having small chit-chat with my coworkers, but I haven't developed deep relationships with a lot of people. And I think this boils down to me being uncomfortable. And this is like a vicious cycle. If I don't break it, then it's very hard for me to crawl out of this syndrome of mine. And so these three tips are something that I'm going to be thinking about. And if you're struggling with imposter syndrome, maybe these tips can help you as well. If you found this somewhat helpful, please let me know. I have my contacts somewhere in this podcast world. I will find that out. But I hope you found this podcast helpful. And if you did, I'd love it if you could give me some positive reinforcement so we can keep going on this journey together. So until next time, bye guys.